Changing minds one thought at a time Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Akina. Good evening, Jessica. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. I just came back from an amazing bike ride, and I am pumped up. I am drinking my protein shake. I am excited, and I am so ready to talk about getting motivated tonight. Oh, my goodness, this is a topic which I absolutely love to discuss. It's so near and dear to my heart. Akina, I mean, this is what it's all about, isn't it? Yes. Yes, most definitely, you know. We got to keep ourselves pumping, moving, going so that we can keep motivated and get our dreams accomplished, right? Oh, my goodness, absolutely. I could not be any more on page with you on this point. Motivation is crucial. It is key to everything. Tonight, um, it is such a fitting topic for where Akina is, where I am. Akina, um, can you can we just announce the good news about that book that we were talking about uh, that came out um, on Saturday? On Thursday, we talked about a book. We had some amazing authors on our call, and Akina was part of that book. Can you tell everyone the good news on the book? Yes, yes, I can. The book, Motherhood, Dreams, and Success, You Can Have It All, is now an international bestseller, and they made it in five hours. Isn't that awesome? You have to get your copy out there, women, moms, non-moms, caregivers, whatever you do. If you need some motivation to get yourself pumping, to get yourself going for your dreams, that's a book to get. (laughs) Absolutely. And that's one of the main reasons why we wanted to talk about motivation tonight. Um, Akina, I'm so proud of you. Congratulations on that. Um, The the other reason why I wanted to... Yeah, of course. We love you, girl. Um, And, you know, the other reason why I wanted to talk about motivation, and some people may not know this, but this is coming up. This week will be my one-year anniversary um, of when I decided to change my life. And I am so thrilled. Thank you. Thank you. It was um, June 27th last year that I actually decided my life needed to be changed. And, you know, a lot of people may know, may know me now as an athlete and an entrepreneur and, you know, um, successful educationally. And, you know, you know the side of me, the people who have met me through the show or Facebook or through my, you know, athletic competitions or business ventures. And what a lot of people don't know, and these are people who knew me before, is that a year ago today I was overweight, I was broke, I had absolutely horrific habits. I mean, it just really, and I needed to change. And I needed to get motivated. And I did. And a year later, I would never recognize the person that I was a year ago. And truthfully, it's hard to believe I'm still that person. And it's just no part of that person is left. I'm just a completely different individual. I changed. And what I want to do tonight is talk about how to get that motivation because no matter where you are, no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, no matter who's hurt you, and no matter what mistakes you, you know, made in the past, that does not have to play a role in the future. You know, I've heard this quote, and I don't remember who said it, but, you know, it says, let's stop living our past, let's live our present. You know, if you're dwelling on past mistakes, you are not living in the moment, and today, We are all talking about getting motivated, living in the moment, and creating the life of your dreams. 
you know, a year ago today, I, you know, almost a year ago today, my life changed. And I'm going to talk now about getting motivated, if that's all right, and just talk about what it is. So, you know, I want to start off the call tonight about really just getting motivated and talk about some of the main things that motivate people. So we live in society, we live in a culture where one of the main motivations is money. You know, um, Akina, I mean, how important is it to, to be financially stable and, and to create an abundant life? Oh, it's crucial. It is crucial. You know, yeah. there's nothing like having your own financial freedom that you did yourself, you know, and... You know, and then being in your purpose while you're doing it, that's the ultimate, you know, just to be able to say, I did it for myself. That That's just, yes. that's golden. That's golden. Absolutely. And, you know, money is a huge motivation. And, you know, a lot of people look at money from two different perspectives, you know, a lot of people who will look at money and say, you know what, well, there's, there are, actually, I'd say there's three perspectives. And there's two I don't like, and there's one that I do. Some people look at money and they say, you know, quote the Bible and say, the money is the root of all evil. Well, that's not true, and that's not even what it says. It says that the love of money is the root of all evil. And truthfully, you know, when you're pursuing money for the sole purpose of materialistic gain, that's not good. And it's not gratifying, and it's not a good motivator. You know, and unfortunately, we live in an incredibly commercial society. I mean, people, including myself, are, you know, have a lot of debt, and I'm, I'm still recovering from mistakes in my early 20s where I thought that my Louis Vuitton handbag made me better of a person. You know, but we live in a society where, you know, people spend money they don't have to try and impress people because they think that, you know, it's going to somehow make them better. You know what? It doesn't make you better. I've been there and done that. It doesn't work. Like, save yourself the aggravation. It doesn't work. You know, if that's how you're looking at money, it's not enough. And, you know, when money is your motivator in that way, it is going to lead to a problem. You know, it's going to lead to chaos. It's going to lead to failure. And you may temporarily get nice things, but once you get them, it's not going to sustain you. You know, you can't take anything with you. That's what they always say, right? You can't take it with you. But in the same extent, when you have those things, you always want more. But the reason why you always want more is because they don't fulfill you. You know, there's always going to be something bigger or better. There's always going to be something that's, you know, more popular or more trendy. And it's not even about, like, needing 20 designer handbags or, like, 50 designer dresses or six you know, Maseratis, it's not about that anymore. It comes to the point where material things can't fulfill you, you know. So I don't like to look at money as a way to just acquire materialistic things. Now, I'm a lady. I like nice things. I like to dress up. I like to go out. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying nice things are bad or not. It's wonderful to be able to purchase them and enjoy them. But that's not enough really to motivate you to really create the life you want to live. Now, the second way to really look at money and say that money that's really incorrect, is to say that, you know, well, people who have money are evil. People who don't have money are not evil. And you know what, truthfully, we don't want all the evil people to have money, so we need good people to have money too. You know, money is not bad. Money is not inherently evil. 
you know, there are issues if you misuse money, but that's another story. So, you know, if you look at, if you're the type of person that says, you know, money is bad, well, guess what? You're never going to have money. You're telling God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, you know, I call it God, you can call it whatever you want. You know, you're saying, hey, I don't want this stuff because it's not good. He's going to say, okay, no problem. You can be broke. Um, you know, for me, money can be a motivator. And this is, um, Susan Sly says this, and she's one of my really mentors. I admire her very much, and you should check out her work if you haven't heard it before. But she says all the time, you know, poor people can't help poor people. And, you know, if you want to be a person who can bless other people, it takes money to do that. You know, if you want to go to the soup kitchen or you want to go to the shelter and you want to bless people, it costs money. You know, if you want to go on a mission trip, it costs money. And, you know, in more practical terms, if you're a mother or a father and you want to give your children a nice, a great life, you want to give them the tutoring they need, whatever, you know, extracurricular activities they want to do, dance lessons, piano lessons, sporting events, it costs money. You know, I can tell you I'm an athlete, and I all the time I can't tell you how much money I spend on training gear, and I love to do it. It costs money. So money is not bad, and when you're using money for abundance and you're using money to bless others, Money can be a good and a powerful motivator. So let's talk about another type of motivation, and that's competition. So when you're competing, now competition, again, can be a very, very strong motivator. I compete every day, and there's one person in the competition, me. Every day I strive to be a little bit better than I was the day before. And, you know, competition against other people, it leads to empty victories, it really does. It just, it just doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. I, I, I actually, um, I have a fracture in my leg. A lot of people may, who may be following me on Facebook know that I'm recovering from a leg injury. I was lucky and fortunate enough to be allowed to walk my 10K today. And I hit my very worst time. And one of my friends was very proud of herself for having gone faster than me. And she's like, oh, I beat you. And I said, well, like, you want a cookie? Like, I have a fractured leg. And a serious neurological disorder, like, really? I'm like, why are you competing with me? It doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. As far as I was concerned, it was the longest distance I was going to walk or, or run, really, since I got my injury. And it took a lot out of me, and I was so happy, and I felt so, um, really so blessed and so thankful and proud to have made it across the finish line. And I didn't care whether I was first, last. I didn't, never looked back. I didn't look on my you know, to New York Roadrunners, I didn't sign into my account and check the time. I didn't, you know, look to see if I, who I beat. I didn't care what place I was in or, you know, where I placed my age bracket. I did my best, and I was happy with that. So, you know, that's really where it comes down to competition and being a motivator. Another really powerful motivator is praise. And, you know, as human beings, we want to feel loved. You know, we want to feel that we are needed. We want to feel appreciated, and that's a really powerful motivator. A lot of people enter into types of service, you know, industries. And Akina, I mean, Akina and I can tell you, like, Akina, like, isn't that why we're doing this? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we want to get the word out. Yeah, I mean, we're doing this, well, we're doing this really for, for service, and that really, I guess, comes down to another thing we're going to talk about. But in the same sense today, I got the biggest smile on my face. And, you know, I, 
uh, Keen and I are both involved in network marketing. We've said it before. And, you know, I got a message today from someone on my team who just said, you know, I thank you so much for introducing me to this product. It's been life-changing. And she had, like, a smiley face and a, you know, we're in the health industry, so a before and after picture. And she's telling me all the things she can do now that she couldn't do before she got healthy. And I just, like, my entire face lit up. I felt so wonderful. And, you know, other people appreciating it. And I had a call, um, you know, I had a phone call with a gentleman too, and, um, you know, he, he told me, you know, I really appreciate the fact that you are taking your time to talk to me and that, you know, that you seem to care about me when you just met me. And it's really true. Like, human beings just want to be cared for. And, you know, I try to live my life to really care about everyone I meet and to just really see the goodness in people. And when you do, this, you know, you receive so much more in return. So I think it's really a powerful way to be, um, to be motivated. It's just, and, you know, if you have a spouse or a boyfriend or girlfriend or, you know, friendships that you want to try and cultivate, remember the fact that people want to feel loved. Tell people you care about that you appreciate them. Tell people, your parents, uh, your grandparents, anyone who's made a difference in your life, let them know it. You know, tell them, wow, you know what, I appreciate you for this. And uh, Akina, I mean, how many times a day do we just send each other messages or just call each other and just say, I appreciate you so much? Well, we do that all the time. We do that all the time. It's all about uh, lifting the other person's spirit, letting them know that they matter, letting them know that uh, they can do anything that they want to do. We do it all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And I was actually attempting to... um, to sign up for a card today at a at a retail store so I can make purchases, you know. Um, and I had to ask Akina. I said, "Well, I need information, Akina. I don't know how to do this." And and she was um she was right there helping me out. And I said, "Akina, I appreciate you so much because I just the whole numbers thing this doesn't work for me. I said I couldn't do this if it wasn't for you." So I'm going to tell her this publicly too. But I told her uh, in person or on the phone today and. You know, I, I appreciate Akina so much, and I think the reason why we work well together is just because we always are letting each other know, hey, I really appreciate you. And, you know, if you have a coworker, if you have someone in your life that you are not getting along with, find something good about them and let them know it, and your relationship is going to change. So, you know, and I think that the kind of brings us to another level. We just started to touch on this in motivation, and this is probably the most powerful and enlightened, if you know, if you will, type of motivation. And that's the motivation of service in leadership. And that's when you are motivated by giving back to others. And you're motivated to lead others. You're motivated to inspire others. And, you know, for me, this is the most powerful kind of motivation. You know, like I said, a year ago today, I was just such a different person living such a different lifestyle And there's been so much change for me. There's been so much growth in me that I feel like I have to just shout it from the rooftops. I have to give back. I'm so grateful for who I've become, and I'm so grateful for all the people in my life who've made it a possibility. And I'm so grateful for just really coming to to really love myself and to really, um, really take my life into my hands and to start creating the life I want to live. I have to share it. You know, it's like it's not an option. Like these phone calls are so important to me because I love to tell everyone 
you know, you can change your life. You know, you can. And it's just for me, giving that back is just the highest level of motivation for me. You know, it really is. And I think that's just an important type of motivation. And, you know, Akina, why is service so important to you? I don't know. I've always wanted to serve. Uh, I watched my great-grandmother do it. I watched my uh, mother do it. And it just, it's just the look on someone's face when they were feeling so down and you just came through for them or the time when nobody believed in them but you did and the smile on their face when they feel like, wow, you know, I do mean something to somebody. You know, that is what I get out of it. I get high off of making other people happy. I get high off of motivating people. I get high off of seeing them accomplish their dreams. Graduation days when I was a dean, best, because I saw the smiles on their faces, and I remember them being in the class. It's like, I don't want to do this anymore, Dr. Finch. But they were walking across the stage. They were receiving a diploma that they worked real hard for. And all they wanted to say was, thank you for believing in me. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for fighting for me when I didn't want to fight for myself. And that's when it really matters, when you're touching the lives, when you're shaping the lives, when you're molding lives, you know, and it was all selfless. That's when it really matters. Yeah, I mean, it's just so amazing, Akina, and it's exactly how I feel when, you know, I work with um, children. You know, I do have a full-time job, and I don't know if I've ever told anyone what I did on the on the radio show, but I work with children with autism, um, young children, and, you know, all day I'm really serving people. And whether or not it's through my network marketing company, serving people by getting them healthy, or it's through my full-time job where I teach young children, who with special needs or whether or not it's through this radio show or, you know, my involvement in my church. You know, either way, it's like for me, I just feel like I need to serve people all the time. And, you know, you may not have that need. It may not be that powerful motivator for you, and that's okay. You know, not everyone has to be the same. Everyone is different. Everyone has different talents, and everyone has different motivations. So, you know, you might find yourself in one or all of the categories we just talked about. But, you know, see what happens if you attempt to just love others and you just attempt to serve others. You know, it can be something as simple as just saying something nice to someone that you're talking to. You know, I always try to just be kind to everyone I interact with, whether or not it's like someone who's, you know, a telemarketer. I'll ask their name and say, oh, how are you doing today? Or, you know, if I go to the store, I, I make sure I ask how the person is doing, who helps me check out. And I make sure if I go there often that I know who they are and I call them by their name and show them respect. And I really, you know, I take that with me wherever I go. And I'm always just trying to help other people out. And, you know, today in the race, um, someone dropped her key. And all these people were looking at this person who dropped their key. And I was doing, uh, you know, I couldn't run. But everyone was just stepped on the key and walked past it. And I picked up the key and I said, I really wanted to find this person and I knew what she looked like. And 
I actually sprinted, and don't tell anyone because it's supposed to be a secret. I'm not clear to run. I'm only clear to walk. But I sprinted, like, you know, only about a minute or so to catch up with this person and give her her key and said, excuse me, you you dropped your key. And I saw that, you know, and it was disappointing to me that all these people saw her drop it and just stepped on it. And I said, you know, wow, how different could the world be if we just were a little kinder to each other? And, you know, for me... See what happens, because when you put kindness into the world, you just receive it tenfold back. You know, and it, you may not, it may not be from the same person, it may not be in the same situation, but when you treat other people all the time with kindness and when you always act in integrity, then you're going to attract that type of thing into your life. But, um, so those are all kind of like the basic types of motivation. And now I really want to get a little deeper into motivation. So, you know, for me, why is motivation important? Motivation is important because it allows you to, to, you know, leave a bad situation and enter into a good situation. Now, you may tell me, you know, my life is perfect. You know, my life is not bad. I love my life the way it is, and I don't really need to get motivated. But you know something? You always have room to grow. Or you may be in a situation with me where, where, excuse me, where I was a year ago where, you know, you may be saying, I really need to change. My habits are bad. You know, my attitude's bad. I don't love myself. I'm not respecting my body. Something really needs to change. And no matter what place you're in today, I want you to really listen carefully you know, over the next few minutes from our call, you know, this is going to change your life. If you get it, it will change your life. And this is something which completely changed my life. Um, and, you know, it's just it's really powerful. So please, you know, if you, you know, if you're listening to this while you're driving, I know a lot of people listen to these calls when they're at the gym or when they're driving or when they're, you know, I listen to podcasts when I'm riding my bike, you know, Listen to this part of this call again when you get home, and especially if you're listening to this recorded. Everything's recorded. We'll tell you how to get it at the end. And write this down, because if you understand what I'm about to tell you in the next few minutes, you have the ability to change your life, just like I did. All right, so we're going to talk now, and I'm actually going to take you back to, um, you know, once I decided to change my life, I became obsessed with personal development. I just bought every book I could. Um, I'm, I still commit to listening to probably three to four audiobooks a week on personal development. I attended seminars. I do podcasts constantly. I mean, I do these podcasts, but I listen to them constantly. I'm just always into personal growth. I have journals I do. I meditate. I pray every day. And um, one of the first experiences I had um, with personal development, and one of the first conferences I attended was through something called Synergy Education. Um, it's based in New York City. And, you know, I just want to just give them credit where credit's due because, you know, what I'm going to tell you I learned from them. So what I learned at that very first seminar on um, personal development that really played a very large role in shaping me into the person I am today is that there's three kinds of information. So the first type of information is what you know you know. 
So, Akina, what is something that you know you know? I know education. Right. You know you, you know you know education, right? Well, I know I know how to ride a bike. You know, I know I know how to speak English. There's a lot of things I know that I know how to do. That's not really important. I mean, who cares what you know you know how to do? You already know how to do it. You know, and there's another type of information. That's what you know you don't know. So, Kina, tell me something you know you don't know. I do not know how to cut grass. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> That's something I don't think I will ever, hopefully I will never happen to know how to do that. But um, absolutely. I mean, I know I don't know how to speak Chinese. Yeah, I learned that the hard way today, actually, trying to buy some uh, Chinese herbs in Chinatown. But, um, you know, I knew I, it just didn't work. I knew I didn't know how to do it. But, you know, I know I don't know how to do it. Now, that's not really that important either. Because if there's something that you know that you don't know how to do, you can learn it. If I really wanted to learn to speak Chinese, I mean, I'm more than capable of buying Rosetta Stone or going to any one of the numerous, you know, language courses or meetups in New York City and learning. I can do it. You know, Akina, if you get motivated to cut some grass, then by all, I mean, certainly you can learn how to do it, right? I don't think that will ever happen, but, yeah, I guess I could. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I could be motivated to cut some grass, yes. Exactly. If you, you know, if you, if you had to, you can learn how to do it. Well, again, it's not really important because, with, you know, you can learn what you know you don't know how to do. But there's a third type of information, and this is the most important kind of information there is. And if you've never heard this, this is what's going to change your life. Write this down. The third type of information is what you don't know you don't know. And I'm going to say that again. It's what you don't know you don't. Each one of us has inside of us these kind of ideas these beliefs, these fears, and all of this stuff comes from our experience. But there's things that, you know, we haven't ever experienced before. And as a result, we don't know about them. You know, we've never heard of them. And there's no, they don't exist to us. You know, and it could be something like very simple, like, you know, um, you know, my friends were telling me about this great place that they traveled recently, and I had never heard of the place. And I didn't know, I didn't know about it, but it sounds like a really cool place to travel, and the name, the, the name is escaping me. I actually wrote it down on my goal list, so I'll be rereading it tonight. But now it's a goal I have to go there. And before, it was never a goal to go there because I didn't know the place exists. But when we're in the realm, when we start to experience what we don't know, we don't know, that's where we create from. See, we're not creating if we stay all the time with what we know we know, because if we know we know it, it's done. We're not really creating if we, you know, stay in the realm of what we know we don't know. I mean, we could be achieving, but when we create, that's when we start to see our lives differently. What can my life look like? A year ago, I didn't know my life could look like this. I didn't know I could be healthy. I didn't know I could be physically fit. I didn't know I could be running marathons. I didn't know I'd have a radio show. I never saw this anywhere in my realm of possibilities. 
but I started to every day meditate and pray on, well, what can my life look like? How different can it be? And I started to envision myself doing things and having things that I never thought were possible. And that's really what motivation is all about. It's about taking your life from where it is and to creating the life you want to live. Because that's, what it's, that's where we're going to be happy. That's where we're going to feel abundant. And that's where we're going to feel fulfilled. When we take our lives and bring it to a level we never thought we could. And that's the type of motivation that I want everyone to really come to understand and get. You know, and we have to close the call in just a couple minutes, so we don't have a ton of time tonight. And um, it's a topic I really love, and I I would love to just do a podcast just on the topic of creation and and what you, you know, don't know that you don't know. And, you know, Tina and I will set that up for sure in the next couple weeks because I think it's so important and we kind of ran out of time. But, you know, and I said this before, I'll say it again, your life can be different. It can. You know, the life that you've always wanted to live, that you never thought you could, you can create it. You have to believe that. And when you do, when you fully understand that and you live in that creative spirit, every dream you ever have can and will come true. You know, and I just want to leave you on that note tonight. I don't know if, Akina, there's anything you want to add um, before we close our call. Well, you mentioned that you're going to tell them how they're supposed to find us. Absolutely. Yes, if you want to um, access this podcast, again, if you're listening live um, or, you know, if you want to, like I said, access it from a different place, you can find us on Podomatic. Um, you know, you can download us right there from on Podomatic. Um, we are also on iTunes. You can listen to us right off of iTunes. Um, on our website, Changing Minds Online. We have a YouTube channel as well. And, of course, we're always on Blog Chat Media. So those are all the different ways. you can. We'd love to connect you on, on social media as well. We have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. So send us a tweet or a message on Facebook, like our page, and we'll interact with you that way. And, you know, we'd love to hear from you. So send us comments, send us thoughts. Um, we read every single email that gets sent to us and we respond to every email that gets sent to us. So our emails contact us at Changing Minds Online. If you love the call tonight and you just want to let us know, and you know, we love getting those types of emails. And if you, you know, have any questions, shoot us a, a message. We will get back to you. Either Keena and I will definitely get back to you. Um, and if there's anything you want to hear us talk about, I mean, we are open to, you know, we want to meet the needs of our listeners, and we want to really serve you guys as we talked about. So let us know, hey, Jess, can you talk about this? And we will make it happen. And if we can't make it happen, we will find someone to bring on our Empowering Women series on Thursday to make it happen for you. So with that said, I'm going to end the call. God bless. Have a great night. And I hope to see or hear you guys all on um, Thursday at our Empowering Women series at 9 o'clock. Um, have a great night, Akina. Thank you. You too. Have a good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>